I did a little bit of leading on Wednesday in a life group we go to in Eastbourne about um, the preach that they'd had. It's a King's uh, life group. Um, so I listened to their preach and then I did a little talk on it. Um, so, but quite a few things just came out of it that I thought were really interesting and I thought rather than just keep them to myself, I may as well share them with you guys as well, if you don't mind. Um, so yeah, I've been thinking what I was preparing for that Wednesday. I've also been thinking about a lot myself and I think it really ties in with a lot of what Liz uh, was um, you know, leading us in earlier, which is always nice. Um, so I've been thinking about who we are who we all are. And I was uh, thinking about the show, I think you may have heard of it, it's called Who Do You Think You Are? And if you haven't heard of it, it's, um, they get a celebrity and then they tell them about their past, like they look into their, who their great-grandmother was or something like that. And, um, and then you know, they reveal what their life was like and then it often affects the celebrity quite a lot um, that they realise, you know, I think one of them was you know, that one of their ancestors had been in a concentration camp. You know, it, it kind of affects what people think of who they are. Um, and I think, I mean, it sounds very good, but I, was, I don't really understand it, because I don't think I really define myself by who, you know, my great-grandmother was, or who, you know, my great-great-grandfather was, or anything like that. I was like, oh, I don't think I really define myself by that. But thinking about it, like, on a more personal level... I think I probably do uh, define myself by my relationship with other people. You know, like, I think we all probably do. You know, you think of yourself as a mum or as a wife or as a son. You know, we all define ourselves like that. Um, and while that is, a, is true, it is true that someone's a mum or someone's a daughter or, or whatever, I was just thinking about how there is a much higher truth of who we are. And this is stuff that, like, we all kind of, we all know it, but... I just don't think it can be said enough. So I'm just going to say something you already know. Um, who we actually are, yeah. We are sons and heirs. You are sons and heirs. Your story didn't start randomly out of nowhere 30 or 40 years ago or whatever years ago. <laughs> um, it has its roots in Jesus' story and in David's story and in Adam and Eve's story, and in the story of creation. You're not a mistake, and you're not an afterthought, and you're not an extra in this life. God plans it all, and you are who you were made to be, placed where you were meant to be placed. I don't know about you, but I do struggle when I think about how my life doesn't look much like what Jesus' life looked like. Um, or much like some of the people in the Bible, you know, the big players, uh, their lives. Um, and I think we can, we can say, you know, we can humbly say, oh, well, you know, not everyone is a Moses. Not everyone's going to have one of those um, epic lives. And we can be resigned to being like a bit part, basically, <laughs> in life. But I was thinking, I don't think that's what we're meant to do at all. Um, I was thinking about, for example, Isaac. If you think about Isaac, no one really knows very much about him. No one, you know, you can't really remember too much about him. He's kind of overshadowed by his dad and his son, Jacob and, and Abraham. But I thought, you know what? Do we think that just because we don't know so much about him, just because he doesn't look that, that great compared to some of the other people in the Bible, do we think that he wasn't as precious to God as they were? 
you know, that he was just like a link in the ancestry chain to get to David and then to Jesus. And I don't think he was. And I remember a friend telling me about this book once, and um, it's about heaven. I haven't read it, but it's about heaven. And, uh, you know, there's some people there that no one thought would be there, and there's some people who aren't there who everyone thought would be there. But it's like the order of heaven that's quite important. So you'd imagine that in Pride of Place would be like the leaders and the preachers that everyone knows the name of. But actually, the person who is like in the place of honor is a tramp who one time made a decision not to kick a cat. And God was really pleased with him. And um, yeah, I, I was just thinking about that. You know, God was really pleased with that tramp. Not a big player. <laughs> um, and I just don't think we should get mixed up with thinking that we have to be humble enough to, you know, play these little parts, to have minor parts in life. And, you know, I think it's really about seeing the privilege in God even choosing to give you a life in the first place. And seeing the privilege in being able to please God in wherever he's put you. Because he's put you there for a reason. He can do amazing things through all of us, no matter who we are or where we are. Now, of course, this isn't a license for us to do anything we want, just because, you know, that's who I am, that's who I was made to be, I'm just like that. Yeah, God has a plan and purpose for all of us, and he's put it as traits that will help us to, to reach those, those purposes. But, you know, we are human after all. And, uh, yeah, this whole topic has been really interesting to me recently about who we are and... Um, who God has made us to be. And I've been reading a book, I've just finished a book called um, There Are No Strong People, which is about Samson, which Jenny uh, recommended to me. And in this book, it talks about Samson, right? And it talks about how he could have been like this amazing force for Israel. And how he like, you can tell, you can tell he was supposed to be because he's always agitated. Like he can't settle down. He can't just go with the flow and like live in the oppression of the Philistines. He... Yeah, he has to be different. He has to shake up the current order. And he really, really does. You know, it's in him, and he does it. But sadly, he doesn't do it exactly how God wanted him to, does he? <laughs> um, like, he had the traits of this, like, real revolutionary leader. But instead, he follows his own lusts and mood swings to his own destruction. And, um, yeah, God did use him. Of course he did. Um, but... Had he got in step with God, then he could have done so much more. He could have been a real leader rather than this, like, lonely disaster waiting to happen. And, you know, this is just like with Moses, for example. Like, he was a natural leader. You can see that in the way he tried to defend the Israelites. But, you know, when he tried to do that in his own strength, he ended up killing a man and then going into exile for 40 years. But... He was the right person, you know, and he was in the right time. But when he was left to himself, he messed it up. And he looked like an interfering coward, basically. But until he gave God back the reins. And I think this is relevant for all of us because we all have these giftings, right? We all have these passions given to us by God. And they're there because of the purpose for our lives. And, they f you know, they fit with those. But if we're not careful, these traits can show up in, like, really worldly ways if we don't make sure that we're following God if we don't let the Spirit lead us. For example, like a person with pastoral gifting, you know, there's some people, they just see people, they know what's going on with people all the time. 
But they could end up just being a gossip if they don't let God lead them. They could, you know, they've got a gifting that's supposed to build up the church, but they could end up destroying it from the inside out. We are spiritual beings. We've got spiritual giftings, but we're in earthen pots. And we get to decide whether we're more flesh or spirit. And we decide this by what we choose to feed in ourselves. You know, do we feed our feelings and our moods? Are we ruled by them? Or do we feed the spirit that God's given us to cherish? You know, and do we allow ourselves to get so comfortable in this life that we forget it's all supposed to be about eternity anyway? So if we have a passion or a gifting in an area, then we just need to make sure that it's in step with God. It's in subjection to God. Because basically it can just be tainted by us where it can be wonderful in God's hands. And we see it in people like Moses. You know, when he let God lead, awesome things happened. So I guess what I just want us to remember is that we are far more precious than we think and far more important than we think. But we're also much more human than we realize. And it's only by getting up close with God and then staying up close with God that we can see who we are and that we can live up to who we were always meant to be. Thank you.